Welcome to Blockbusted, the movie review podcast with the two. No, oh, what did I write? Jesus. <laughs> Stop the music. Um, I wrote gibberish. I didn't realize until I just read it. Um, sorry. Uh... Okay, we're good now. I'm so sorry. I, I, I just didn't realize I had not written anything that actually made sense. I, yeah. All right, I'm good. All good. Fantastic. Hey. Welcome to Blockbusted, the movie review podcast where the two dudes who run it realize they made half a year's worth of podcasts. I'm flabbergasted Mitch. And I am genuinely shocked, Max. And today we are looking at the first annual Blockskers. We did it. We, we made it about a little under six months worth of episodes. We're. Yeah, I'm, so I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, did, did you think it was actually going to ever last this long? I wanted it to, clearly. Uh, I wanted it to, but I know me and I know you, and I thought there was going to be something that came in the way and just like we might have just had to like be like, this is just not something we can do with the time available. But we pushed through. I mean, we've, we've, had, some, we've had some ups and downs. Uh, Max and I have duked it out in my backyard a couple times, but... Um, we're here now and we have produced something I'm actually quite proud of. I'm I'm really happy with this year. I also just want to quickly say, Max, nice to have you back on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so little do you know Okay, let me let me explain listeners. Um Max and I record I have recorded this two weeks before this is actually getting released. Um, it is currently the early December, uh, but I've already recorded the, at this point, the fight club and bottoms episode with jazz and you, and you would have heard two more episodes with jazz before hearing this episode that math. Yeah. So yeah. that one, yeah, three, that's three. Yeah. Uh, cause, and I, I can tell you now, Max, that in the fight club episode and bottoms, uh, we made up something really weird for why you weren't there, and we're going to make up two more weird things as to why you're not there for the next two. But how okay. about you actually say where you have been <laughs> I in the future? Will, I will have been. <laughs> I mean, I have been, definitely, and I have come back already from the future. God, you're good. Uh, to Japan. Um, Ooh, how was it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manifest and say that it was great. That is so awesome. I'm glad you're going in with a positive attitude. But yeah, back and not not back, but back and ready to cap the year off and start next year with bang. It is indeed a bang next year's episode. We've already got that planned now. Um, so we will be returning, by the way. Confirmed. Next, there will be a season year. two. Yeah, Prob- It'll Mr. probably be released next week. If anything, yeah, it will be. <laughs> first week of january yeah uh but mr manager gave us the go-ahead uh provided us the funding to do a season two to do season two yeah d- double, 
double the episodes. We've ordered double the episodes. Um, but so yeah, just double, um, sorry, double, double from this year. Well, yeah, it's gonna be not that, like we're other- doing two. We're not doing two episodes a week. That's that's no, not that's not what we're doing. No, I don't think I could live if that's what happened. Uh, I can't watch that. Oh, could I? No, I can't go to the cinema that often. If it was movies we're watching at home, maybe, but I can't go to the cinema that often. I just don't have the time. What I was going to say is, yeah, we're, we're going to probably do around 40 episodes next year. I reckon if we do a full year, that we'll take December off next year. But just since we didn't do a full year this year, we have not taken December off, even though technically you are going to take December like, off. I will have taken December off by the uh, point that you are listening to this. We just know that I'm the Sigma male, I think, on that grind set. I'm trying to grinding wait, away. Let, let me have a look. Will I have even will I have him be back yet? If this um oh, I'm releasing yeah. it the Tuesday it, before um No, it'll be New the year. Sunday. That's what I meant. The Sunday before, the Sunday New, before year. New Year. Yeah. Will you be back? So so New Year's Eve. Is that when it's releasing? Well then you should be back, right? I'll I'll be back. This will be the first episode of twenty twenty four. I mean it's gonna be releasing in twenty twenty three though. Yeah, but people listen to it in twenty twenty four. None of the cool. Okay, if you start this episode, if you start this episode four minutes and fifty seconds before New Year's, you will be able to time it with me saying "Happy New Year." Also, that might be wrong, actually, because um, we, 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 we fucked just, around. Like, we we fucked just around finished the, the episode and then do a re- record a bit at the start and say, like, if you start it at this time, if you start it at this time. Then happy New Year! You'll you'll hear Mitch go Happy New Year. If you work out on your own when I say Happy New Year in this episode, you can time it and put start it again and have me say Happy New Year when the New Year starts. I know my nose isn't bleeding. Is yours? What? Because um, it was like that was a stroke. I was having yeah. a stroke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. stroke yeah. joke. Yeah, we love a stroke joke. Um, but. That welcome to the first annual Bloskers. Wait, 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 I don't have any sounds in the soundboard. Will I will put sounds in um, post? In post, I'll fix this in what, post. What have I? What have I got? Um, you could do the point noise, I guess. Oh, did you make the reverse this point noise? noise? That's Mitch's thoughts. Well, we will be getting into some Mitch's thoughts with our uh, awards, with the awards so, that we have. So for those who haven't worked it out already, this is a bit of a special episode. We're not going to be looking at uh, two movies this week. We're going to be looking back on the year that was or the half year that we were podcasting and talk about some of our favorites and least favorites that we talked about and some of the stuff that we didn't. Um, so should we get into it? It will also sands the three episodes you're not in. Uh, yeah, except the ones I'm not in because we haven't actually recorded that yet because well, this two of them is recorded, recorded in the past being released yeah. in the future. Is this what time travel was about? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I reckon we should get straight in to this. All right, we're going to start off with a bang with most embarrassing mistake we made this year. 
what we'll do is um, we'll we'll go back and forth going first. I say you can go first on this one because uh, I want to throw you under the bus. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> my Blockska's award for most embarrassing mistake that we made this year was when I accidentally corrected you incorrectly about <laughs> Shailene Woodley's name. Shailene Woodley. Shailene. 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 It's not Shailene. Don't fuck with me on this. It's- fuck. It's everyone, everyone I've ever heard say it is always says it is Shailene. No one, I've never heard anyone say Shailene. So that I'm one's sure, in contention. I'm sure it's Shailene. That one's in contention. It gave me an absolute just panic because I thought that was the one name I'd gotten correct. That in like, because I said like Paul Danner, I think like two seconds before as well. Like I'd really screwed it up. And yeah, that was a good one. It, I think, yeah. Yeah, it it was definitely, uh, I got some pretty immediate feedback from that one. <laughs> <laughs> from Mr. Manager sitting directly next to you. Yeah. Yeah. I think, so my most embarrassing mistake, this isn't maybe the most noticeable one, but it's one that makes me cringe every single time I hear it. This is one I did, by the way, not one you did. Uh, <laughs> Uh, this is I. That one time I got Honey Boo Boo and Jojo Siwa mixed up and made a Gogo Juice reference when it was not about like Gogo Juice is a honey is a Honey Boo Boo thing, not a Jojo Siwa thing. But it's you trying to just discuss the clip that you were discussing, and then just me kind of like mumbling into the mic, yeah, like Gogo Juice, right? Yeah. Two episodes of season five, uh, where. Jojo, who you may be familiar with, Jojo this Siwa. Is, just gonna say, is this Jojo Siwa? It is Jojo Siwa. Gargo uh, Juice. Um, cringe, real this, cringe. This is like made absolutely so much better by the fact that I had absolutely no idea what I was talking about. Like, That's awesome. That was my one and only experience with Dance Moms, really. Was that is pretty like awesome. That one clip because I was like, uh, I need a mini media for this week. Um, but yeah, uh, I think what we'll probably do when it comes to some of the other, uh, give me a second, sorry, my thing fucked up. Um, what we'll probably do when when it comes, what the fuck just happened? Sorry, my thing has gotten weird. Okay, I know what's happened. Sorry, can you just give me two seconds? What we'll do is... Oh, my God. Why are you doing this to me? Okay. Um, what was I saying? Does anyone remember? You said remember. what we'll do about well, okay. three There'll time. be some debates, I reckon, for some of these. Uh, we'll have some debates go down about some of these categories. But I think this one we can... This one's fine. I'm I'm not gonna debate you on yours, and you're not gonna debate what, me on mine. What what did what did you think the worst mistake I made was? Starting this podcast with me. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What was the worst mistake? You don't. I don't make mistakes. I didn't really think about the mistakes you made. I just thought about the ones I made, such as. Oh, I think the worst one because I talked about this. Well, I've talked about this before on the podcast. And I'm actually decided I'm going to blame you for this one. Was when we said Michael Afton instead of William Afton a bunch. 
because you yeah. started you started that because I, 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 I was that was, I was really copying, bad. yeah i was copying you because i knew it was william afton and then you said michael afton and i started saying it because you were saying it so i'm, it, I'm blaming that one on you it was so, I, I think i just got confused because there are two characters and one of them is william afton one of them They're both afton. just super white male names like there's no real different differentiation yeah yeah, I, yeah. But I think that, that one's was, that was hard for me <laughs> that one's probably my 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 worst for you what about your you for me what do you have oh, one my worst mistake for you mm. um probably when you managed to pronounce Stephen Yun's name oh yeah differently like four different times in the one episode and then again differently in the next episode as well yeah. i think it was directly after that he was in minari because he was yeah. in the episode before yeah um that is bad that is pretty <laughs> bad but that one that one everyone heard i think the the i like that was one that came up in my mind when i was thinking about what i did but i really do think just getting those two two those two uh ch- child agent tree people mixed up i don't know but let's move on to our next category i need like a horn sound like a like a fanfare sound sure like do do like an actual medieval fanfare sound yeah that's what i'm trying to find i just yeah. want a short one yeah fanfare sound this is 18 seconds i can cut that down surely that was way too long. This is eleven seconds. Here we go. Give me a moment. Next, next Bloskers will be more succinct. All right, now this one's good. This one's good. Give me a moment. You, um, this this will be so much more seamless. Listening to it as like a fully edited episode, you won't hear me like scramble to do the YouTube to MP3 to get a. I mean, I don't do that. To get you, would ne- you, you would never do that. That's not something you would do. Just give me a moment. Okay, and now for the next category. Or do you want to introduce next category? I thought we would do the fanfare and then the next category. I, I thought you're going to do like this is our category, and then we do the fanfare, and then we do the. We can do that too. That works fine. Okay. okay. Uh, least synergistic pairing between films in one episode. That's going to piss people off, I think, by the end of this. I'm excited. We'll we'll find some way to shorten it. No, it's all the whole thing's getting played every single time. Oh, my God. It's going to be the majority of the runtime of the podcast. We need something to boost this up. I don't think we're going to be able to make an hour with just what we got. Uh, So this, if if it's not obvious from what the title is, this is us going through all the pairings of films we had this year, old and new, in a single episode, and saying which one worked the least. Uh, thematically, uh, that's pretty much it, right? Thematically. Because we yeah. just based it on themes. Um, Content-wise, like I think, style, yeah, substance. It's, it's, it's uh, interesting because like, when we started tossing around the idea of, of making the show, it was very much like, oh, how do we make a film podcast that's a little bit unique? and um, this was the idea that we ended up landing on, which was why don't we compare a new big release to um, something that's related, and then that immediately got thrown out the window with our second episode. We just kind um, of like just talk about one and then talk about the other. <laughs> but also the fact that we did uh, Barbie and Oppenheimer. Um, oh, yeah. 
but yeah, I think it's become a pretty integral part of the show in yeah. just us talking about how the films talk to each other and how they relate. So let's see how we did this the worst. I also think it's where the most comedy comes from, really. <laughs> just <laughs> what, we've, what we've decided to pair stuff with. Uh, I went, you, you went first, so I go first now. I've picked Gran Torino and Gran Turismo as my least synergistic pairing this year. I think... But they, but Mitch, they both had cars in them. Okay, so the thought process was they both have Gran and then a T, and they're both about cars, but I think a movie about a man becoming unracist versus the kind of faux but true story of a, a guy becoming a racer. <laughs> uh, look, they just searched different movies. I mean, I, I don't think I wouldn't do it again. I would do it again. I'd, I'd make this choice again if I could We'd go back. We'd absolutely make this choice again. But damn, do they not fit together at all. It, like, it's really just the names and like the very, very surface level idea of it's about cars for each. Yeah, Max, how about you? I gave my Block Scars Award for the least synergistic pairing to Light Sleeper oh, yeah, and yeah. the Marvels uh, for very similar reasons. Very yeah. different films, very loose connection. They kind of about light, but not really because Light Sleeper is not about light. It's, it's about a drug crime. Drug crime. Yeah, I that was my runner-up because I, I went back and forth on that one. And mm. yeah, because I went through at a lot of our episodes where we had worse films than Gran Torino and Gran Turismo, the actual pairing worked though. Mm. It was more than just the films kind of sucked. Because I was like, did did the Dracula one work? I was like, it was both Dracula, idiot. Dracula. Of course that worked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I think um the animation episode between uh the Mitchells versus the Machines and what's the second one called crap Nimona. thank you i was gonna say minari uh Nimona. that one while very different movies it was still an interesting discussion about animation and the different types of animation and what i found worked for one of us and what didn't and what worked for mm. one, one person found work for both of them and what one person found work for one but then didn't work yeah. for the other i think i think that's definitely something that i'd like to revisit next year is looking at more like stylistically similar movies as well. Mm. We did a little bit of that this year, but I think looking forward to the future, we, we can explore a little bit more creatively and get some new new ideas. We have some good pairings. Kind we have of some already. ideas for a theoretical yeah. uh, Patreon that doesn't exist. Don't look for it. It's unlikely to come up probably next year either, but it's just, it's something <laughs> we'll, we like we'll to brainstorm. We'll see how we go. Yeah, if enough of you start rocking up and start sending in freaking fan mail, we'll consider it. <laughs> Give us money, please. Anyway, I'm not going to debate you on yours. I think yours is pretty fine. Like, that's a good choice. And yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about mine? I No, I, I agree. I think it's, yeah, definitely. Like, I think it was very funny to do them together. Um, it was. But, um, yeah. Would I pair them as a double feature? Probably not. No. No. Definitely not. But all right, let's move on to the next. This is going to sound horrible every single time I do, do the next category, which is most synergistic pairing. How long does that go for? 
Uh, I think it's 11 seconds, 10 uh, seconds. Yeah, a real drop down from the 18 second one you found. Yeah, it actually <laughs> is though. I mean, technically, yes, it is. But still, um, I your turn. <laughs> I gave my Boxcars Award for Most Synergistic Pairing uh, this year to the Meg and the Meg 2, but I'm disqualifying it. What? Um, I'm, yeah, so I'm disqualifying it. I'm disqualifying it because I don't think that uh, us doing a movie and then its direct sequel counts as a good synergistic pairing. Yes, they're about the same thing. Yes, they had similar themes. I think well, that's your, cheating. What's your what's your real one then? So my real my real most synergistic pairing award goes to Dumb Money and The Big Short. Oh, I think okay. um they were both movies. Well, one was definitely heavily inspired by the other. Um they're both uh movies about these tricky financial concepts broken down to a reasonably um, accessible level um, both were funny um, in a self-aware way and I think the relationship between those movies is pretty clear and I also think they were both good yeah I mean you can't be wrong it's fine um, <laughs> I went I went with dude everything's just falling apart in this episode it's not even the, actually the end of the year and my all my equipment is decided like yeah let's just go to sleep it's the end of the year i, uh, I completely agree with your equipment let's just go to sleep let's just go to sleep my most synergistic pairing bloskers block bloskers bloskers award goes to persepolis and shido uh while these weren't either of my most favorite films of the year I think both of them just work really well together with what they are about. Uh, neither are funny properly. There's funny moments in both, but neither are actually properly funny films all the way through. That's not the point either. Like, you know, but they both tell really interesting stories about people whose stories I don't often hear. And they both, I think they complement each other really well in painting a picture of, and, and a very minuscule picture. I'm not saying that I've received the full extent of this experience, but they've painted a very good uh, picture, small picture of what this one group of people experience, the Iranian, Iranian women, and especially when they immigrate from their home country and they have to find home somewhere else you know one being in our own backyard australia and the other one being in europe so yeah not not, not as fun as yours but i think they worked really well together and i'm glad i saw them even if i didn't get as much enjoyment out of them as i did out of other movies and i think watching them in sorry i mean i think watching them in such close proximity was actually a really beneficial experience as mm. well i that, that's a really interesting one because I know that was a very last minute one because of um, mm. some scheduling issues due to the ongoing writer's strikes. Yeah. Um, or not the no longer ongoing writer's strikes, the then ongoing writer's strikes. <laughs> um, and we had to push some, we had to push. Um, I think it was the dry, the right? Away. I think it. I think it was the dry. Um, yeah, which we're which doing next still year. Still hasn't come out. <laughs> we will be doing um, next year when it comes out eventually. You guys can have that one for free. We will be doing the dry next year. The dry two <laughs> and the dry two. The dry two. Yeah. Um. The wet. The dry two. The wet. Um. So yeah, due to some scheduling stuff, um, we had to 
last minute pick a film. Shida was something that I think I mentioned in the episode I, wa- I wanted to go see anyway. It looked interesting. It was mm. something that I-, I wanted to see personally and it ended up fitting in as a movie that we could do for the show. Um, mm. And then pairing that with Persepolis was all sort of a bit of a rush compared to some of the other ones that we might have put a little, a little bit more effort into but may not have turned out as good. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think that's quite interesting. And, yeah, I definitely agree. It's it's They're both films that sort of are very enlightening to a small part of the world that, that um, yeah, we, we don't experience. Mm. Yeah, it's it's just good. It was good stuff and glad I watched it. Will I ever watch them again? I might, but not probably soon. On to the next, uh, what are we calling these? Categories. On to the next category. They're normally called categories. They are. I'm just dumb. It's fine. Uh, Least anticipated 2024 release. So, oh, fuck. Can we start that one again? Least anticipated. Oh, hold on. Let me... Put some air in. I think most of our runtime has been flumps, by the way, in this episode. Uh, Least anticipated 2024 release. The rest of the runtime was um, that sound. Yeah. And then there's a minuscule 10% amount of us actually talking about the categories and yeah. what we picked. Um, so obviously 2024 is going to be a tricky year. Um, like to, as, as just mentioned, there's been this really big strike that's pretty much just wrapped up in the States. Mm-hmm. So a lot of movies have been pushed back beyond 2024. There's very few big releases that we know of that are, Slated to come out from people who, or from the companies that you might expect. Um, Marvel's producing one film this year. Sony's got two in there, sort of Spider-Man verse one. Um, not actual Spider-Verse, not Spider-verse, by the way. Not Spider-verse, the, 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 the spum, Spider-Man, the, the Venom becomes the Spacom Spider-Man Cinematic the, Universe. The, the pre-com of Spider-Man Cinematic Universe. The, the Spoo, the Spoo. The spooky, the spooky Spider-Man, the spooky, the spooky cinematic universe. The spooky cinematic universe. Um, so obviously there are still films coming out, um, but not as many as we would see in an average year. And um, it's sort of been this conglomeration of post-COVID, lo- like the lockdowns due to COVID, and then company the production companies recovering from that, and then immediately going into this really big strike that one of the biggest strikes that Hollywood's seen in decades. The biggest joint strike ever i think like mm. that's the biggest one that's ever had both i think it is actually the biggest strike because it's had it's like the part of the biggest long run time you've had for both of them and it's also the biggest time that they've had it actually cross over and be at the same time as well so yeah the biggest it's, hollywood strike yeah yeah it's it's um so it's gonna make an interesting year for movies i think i'm so um, excited next year um, so which as a result means we're going to, I think, get some interesting movies. So Some garbage. Some hot garbage that Max <laughs> some... and I are here to tell you that's coming out next year. <laughs> uh, I think it's me to go first. I think uh, it is according, too. According to my notes. So I've picked two because I'm a dick. Uh, I have Craven the Hunter and Wicked. 
Those are my two least anti- So by the way, they're making a Wicked movie, but that's also turning it into multiple parts. I don't know if you knew this. I yeah, didn't know I, this until like uh, yesterday. I found out recently, and yeah. um, just before we continue, I am also going to give my least anticipated 2024 release to uh, Wicked Part 1, um, or <laughs> so whatever wicked. they're going to end up calling it. Um, Whacked. I, You know my stance on musical movie adaptations. I think you mean our stance. <laughs> it's our stance on musical movie. The oh, only- so movies made out from musicals, not movies, not movies that are musicals, Musicals that are adapted from musicals. That's what we mean. Yeah. Um, and Wicked is not a long show. How long either. is it? Do you know? I, like, I don't think it's excessively long. As comparative um, to other shows, I assume. Yeah. I'm just trying to find. Give me, give me the wiki, Wikipedia. The Wikis. Wikipedia says. Wackopedia. Just Wicked Runtime. Um, it's approximately two hours, 45 minutes, including a 20 minute intermission. So it's two hours, 25. It's like a normal movie, like a slightly longer movie. Slightly long movie. Mm. Um, a little bit worried they're going to do a, do a Hobbit. Oh man. If they make it into three parts, I'll actually maybe find it the most fascinating thing I've ever seen in my life, but also still hate it. Um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to this. Um, Craven the Hunter. So you, your actual pick was Wicked, right? My actual pick was Wicked, yeah. Yeah, Craven the Hunter, simply, I haven't seen Mobius. Mobius? Mobius. Mobius is the guy from, is Owen Wilson from Loki. I haven't seen Morbius. I used to see pretty much every single superhero movie that came out. Morbius was the one I decided not to watch, and I'm glad. And just Craven the Hunter, it's giving the same vibes. It's giving the exact same vibes as Morbius. Um, I just don't understand why they're making these. Craven the Hunter seems like such a strange character to use as well. I know they're sort of like running out of the popular characters, but Craven the Hunter was like never that big, like nowhere near as big as Venom ever was, nowhere near as big as... No, um, like the Green Goblin. Green Goblin or Doc Ock or Electro or you know sandman or i feel like he's one of those ones where the people who actually read the spider-man comics really like him because he's been in a lot of really interesting mm. uh stories but for anyone who doesn't read them they're like who yeah and it's mean, just like it's like why a is guy, his name scared <laughs> there, there's there's a there's a he's basically just dressed in a loincloth and like I, mm. I I agree. The, there's some really good, interesting stories with Craven the Hunter in them, but it's such Simon's a strange. Also in them too. <laughs> yeah, um, and it's a it's a really strange character to choose. I think, uh, like, and yeah. I, again, I think Morbius was also. But, yeah. Um, you know, I guess Sony's can't go a limited pool of what they can go with at the moment. Should we just do a Green Goblin episode of a movie, right? Or a Doc I mean, Ock movie? There's they've got a pool of these like pretty well-known spider-man villains yeah they could have made a sinister six movie they really they could have made they could have made I mean, they were trying to with amazing spider-man but that failed because they're bad there's there's other stuff come there's like they've got madam web coming out as well and I more, i'm actually more interested in madam web simply because i like a lot of the actors in it and mm. I'm always a fan of movies where characters like see the future and then they get a chance to like, I I love time loop films 
and this that it looks kind of like a time loop. Like I know it's not because it's her seeing the future, but it's kind of the same thing. It's mm-hmm. it, it it in a plot device sense, it works the exact same way in that a character knows what's going to happen so they can counteract it, and that yeah. always interests me. I'm excited to see how they balls it. Uh, but I that 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 concept just has more intrigue to me than because what I've heard is that in Craven the Hunter, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who plays the titular Hunter, Craven even, uh, he is not the OG. It's like the one that you know from the comics is Russell Crowe, who's the dad of this Craven, and then this Craven is shot by his dad, and then lion blood bleeds into his blood, and so he gets lion powers. It must have been a radioactive lion. I guess I don't know. Cool. Just maybe yeah. I'm not actually least anticipated. Maybe it's just wicked. Maybe I am excited for Craven just to see what happens. I, I'm taking Craven out. In, I think it'll be an interesting film. I don't think it'll be a good film. I'm now intrigued. Actually, I take that back. It's not my least anticipated anymore. But it's not that I think it's good. I'm just really, really interested. <laughs> but I think it's time to move on to our next category, which is most anticipated for 2024. I love how it gets louder at the end. That's nice. Yeah, it's like crescendo. I love a good crescendo. Max, you to go first. Now, initially, I wanted to do Poor Things. I wanted to give my award to Poor Things. Mm. And it was pointed out to me that, in fact, Poor Things, um, by the time that you're listening to this, will have already come out in the States. It is a 2023 release, yeah. It is a 2023 release. And despite it mm. not coming out until early January or mid-January in Australia, um, I've been advised uh, against my best interests um, uh, 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 um, to not anticipate that as a 2024 release i won't say mm. anticipate it i will have anticipated it but anticipate it because it's not out in australia but no. also when we're recording it's not out in the states but when it come this episode comes out it'll be out in the states but not in australia as per a lot of things actually yeah. but yeah so um, what is your pick this so year <laughs> my most anticipated 2024 release is Mickey 17, which is Bong Joon-ho's new uh, or upcoming film starring Robert Pattinson. It's going to be like a sci-fi thrillery thing. I told you about it last night. (laughs) I... Had... I knew about this film. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) I did. I did. I remember getting announced. I forgot it what it was called and i was looking up through the movies today and i was like oh i've totally forgotten about this movie that was coming out i but told you about it last now, night now that i've now that i have remembered i am very excited i'm very excited for this movie um i really like bong joon her i think he does a good has a good body work i think he does. robert pattinson loves playing little freaks he loves um, a little freak and batman he, he well, Batman's a little freak, really. Batman's a big freak, all right. He's big. He's not little. I mean, I guess. Um, Have you seen how it, jacked he is? It's He's like got, seven foot. Like, it's it's got a great cast really beyond cast. that. Ma- Mark Ruffalo, who I'm so happy is in more like real non super not not real, but like 
more yeah, non-superhero more media. Movie. Max believes that uh, Marvel films aren't actually real media. He's a real Martin Scorsese over here. No, I'm really excited to see Mark Ruffalo in um, more stuff. And obviously he's in Poor Things. I'm excited to see him in that. And I'm going to be excited to see him in Mickey 17 um, alongside um, some really other excellent actors. Uh, Do we know Jane what Colette. Mickey 17's about? Um, Do we have any idea? No. That's exciting. That is exciting. I do like it, that. It's it's we know it's a sci-fi film, and that could mean anything. That could mean anything. It's dude. I hope it's like Snowpiercer, where everyone hates it, but me, I like Snowpiercer. I thought people like Snowpiercer. Mm, it's pretty. Okay, Divisive. it was an it was an exaggeration to say everyone, but a lot of people don't. I think Snowpiercer is sick, though. Honestly, I think it's um, real sick. Like the part where they cut, they gut the catfish. What an insane mm. scene! Awesome though, so awesome. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for it. You Very can't excited. take it away from me. Even I'm not trying to. Even if you claim to have told me about the essay, even though I, I remember you being surprised about it when I told you. Yeah, but you. I probably wasn't remembering things properly. Right. Well, I'm I did know about this movie. <laughs> I'm just going off of what you give me, man. There's only so much I can do if you give me poor information. Uh, my most anticipated 2024 release Blocksker award goes to Dune 2. Because Dune 1 was pretty sick. Uh, Dune 2 was meant to be out this year, but the... Uh, what's it called? The strikes occurred. And I cried for like maybe a day. I like It was a week. And... It's com- It's coming out soon, though. I think, like, May? So three more months? Four more months? Fuck. Uh, a certain amount of time, it will be out, and I can enjoy it in IMAX. It's the only movie I care about going to IMAX to see. When Dune, I went and saw in IMAX on a whim. Kind of because I was like, I've heard it's good, and I've heard it looks really good, and I've heard it, like, it has a lot of spectacle, so I'll go see Dune 1 in IMAX. And I took a friend with me. I refuse to see Dune 2 the first time without it being an IMAX. It needs to be an IMAX when I see Dune 2. It's the only movie... I, cause I don't actually really care about IMAX that much, but mm. I care about Dune. I think, yeah, IMAX is... If you can go see like a good spectacly kind mm. of pretty film in IMAX. And Dune 2... Well, Dune 1 is mad pretty. And I and well, Denis Villeneuve makes pretty films overall, and so I have no... I have no worry that this film won't be pretty either. Else, I just really like Denis Villeneuve. He makes incredible films. I had I had a little um, runner up as well that sure. I yeah. didn't I didn't make it my top pick. Um, Go ahead because though. I only found out about it today. Oh, um, just because, like but you found out about Mickey Seventeen yesterday. No, I found out about it like three months ago. I'm just messing with you. Um. It, we the the like my little like other one that I'm like oh this looks like it could be cool and I think mm-hmm. you will probably already know about this film possibly um, is Matthew Vaughn's new film Argyle Argyle yep um I which, told you about it yesterday though did you I yeah. must have forgotten that whole conversation then dude you suck man <laughs> like what's the point what's the freaking point why do I even converse with you if this is what happens. It's because when we when we converse normally, I forget. When we converse on the podcast, it gets edited up and it goes back in my brain later. 
So what you're telling me is that we need to make every single conversation we have a podcast where I go back, edit it with memes, and sh- and take out all the bluster where we forget what we're saying. Yeah. All right, done. I'll do it. I won't do it. I don't have the time for um, that. But uh, Matthew Vaughn, um, director of Kingsman, um, X Men: First Class, Kickass, is doing a movie that. The plot synopsis on IMDb reads, an introverted spy novelist is drawn into the activities of a sinister underground syndicate. I think that sounds cool, and I think he definitely is the right guy to make a movie like that. The action looks really cool, too, in the um, trailer. It looks like cool, some cool action, and Sam Rockwell's in it. And I love me some Sam Rockwell. And so is Henry Cavill. Yeah, it's, it's got quite a... Uh, for some reason, Dua Lipa's in it. I don't know why she's there. She's not an actor. <laughs> we got she's a Henry Cavill, Ariana DeBose, um, Samuel Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston, John Cena. Oh yeah, he's in it. I freaking love John Cena. He's my second favorite wrestler actor because he's just he's got the chops to be funny. What and after The Rock? No, I don't like The Rock. He's a top my least favorite actor. It's definitely Dave Bautista. Oh yeah, Dave Bautista's like that. a because Dave Bautista's legit a good actor though as well. He's real good. He Dave Bautista's the only actual wrestler actor who's a good actor. But then John Cena comes underneath because he is very good at being funny. He also knows what roles to play. Like he plays them well, and also just when you see him in uh, interviews and stuff, he's just always so polite and he i mean obviously and i don't come at me but i understand that celebrities are able to hide who they really are in the interviews and i get that but just as a level he manages if he's faking it he manages to give off a level of sincerity and sweetness and he just seems legitimately funny as well he seems like a great guy and i don't care if he does shithouse films i'll just watch them he, he i like him he's just fun to watch he's what the rock used to be for me except the rock just really pushed my love he really burnt me right mm. he made so much garbage i i went and saw rampage in cinema i i didn't see skyscraper only because i didn't have the time to and it was immediately out like it went in and out like mm. that and that was a horrible click like that that's the only reason why i didn't see skyscraper i've seen so many rock movies in cinema and i think the only ones i've enjoyed are jumanji and jumanji 2 and that's not jumanji because of the jumanji rock 2 are good movies there <laughs> That's yeah, it's not because of the rock wire. No, I it's them. because of Jack Black and um Karen Gillian. Oh, actually, I liked Kevin Hart as well. Kevin Hart yeah, in the first one's a bit just Kevin Hart, but then he does a really kind of I wouldn't say good, but really interesting Danny Glover impression in the second one. And I <laughs> it was enough for me to be like, yeah, that's you know what, Kevin Hart, you've got the chops. Cause sometimes I don't think you're very funny, but this is very funny. And then also that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's it's it is Jack Black and Karen Gillan and Kevin Hart, and then The Rock is funny, but he's not what I'm there for. And also, he just seems like a dick. Like he like he just seems like a dick. Oh, also, The Rock did that funny song where he's like, "It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour." You remember that song? I I, I do remember that song. I, I also I've found another this. song that he did. It's like called the Rock Pie song. The Rock Pie? Why do you want pie in the rock? I don't know. It was some from when he was a wrestler. Um, we should move on. We should move on. It's a song called Pie by, by Okay, but we the should rock. move on. We should move on. You should look oh, it up. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? 
Is it something like that? Because he's cooking might, pie. Might is he cooking pie? I, let's move on. This is no longer interesting for anyone, I think. I mean, maybe for you and me, but not for anyone else. Uh, I would like to introduce the next category. Are you ready for the button? I'm ready for the button. Excellent. I'm Are so you ready re- for the button. Wait, no, I'm not. <sighs> yes, I am ready for the button. Ah, excellent. Okay. This is the uh, Blockskers for the uh, Maximich's Mini Meteor of the Year. Got a few different categories in this one, dear friends. First one is Worst Other Person's Mini Media. That was garbage, but we'll go with it. Uh, I think I'm first. <laughs> Which one? Uh, which 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 of my hobbies did you hate the most? Uh, that one time you watched Mr. Manager play a video game and you claimed that as your mini media. <laughs> I hated that. Just no effort whatsoever. I didn't. I didn't appreciate it. No, that's that was my fair. least favorite. That was my least favorite one. That, Look, that's... honestly, honestly, I didn't actually have that strong an opinion on it. But just it, in all honesty, that was probably like the worst one you did. Yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't I mean, one you did. Look, I'll take it. Uh... <laughs> I'm a very busy boy, and I have You're lots so busy. of things going on. You are busy. Um, Doesn't mean I'm not going to roast you for it, but I'm. You're busy. <laughs> I did go and play the game. Eventually, three weeks later. Yeah. Last episode. Was it last episode? Well, the last episode you recorded, not last episode would have been with Jazz. What? No, it was the episode before that. Wasn't it with Napoleon? No, it was no, Japanese it was, film. Cause was, you did the thing. It's connected. It's Japanese and Japanese because it was Battle Royale and yeah. uh, that. Soika. And then we talked about Tetris ninety nine. Yeah, we talked about Tetris because it was Royale Tetris, Battle yeah. Royale Tetris. What was my worst mini media, Max? Your worst mini media was uh, Sound of Freedom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. That, because, not so much because of the way I talked about it, right? But more because just it's garbage. Like it's garbage. It yep. is. It promotes bad things. Yeah. Like it's just bad. It is bad. It's horrible. If you read the if you read the making of, you have a horrible time. If you watch it, you have a horrible time. If you look at the people who like it, you have a horrible time. It's just everything about it is toxic and gar- garbage. And gross. I was going to say gross and I can't garbage. believe you went, actually went and watched it. it. It already made its millions. I needed to watch it because I was bagging on it so much. I need to be able to have an actual like stance when it came to the movie. Because I was bagging on it a lot, and I needed to be able to say I saw it so that I could provide legitimate criticism. So you could bag on it more. So I could bag on it more. It was like when I read Twilight. So I could tell the girls at school, oh, it's a garbage book. And I did. You want to know something? I read every single Twilight book. Guess how many they had read? None. One. They'd read oh, one. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, none. I did kind of set you up to say none. That's it's, They'd read one. I read three more books than they did. This is when I was 12, by the way. Uh, they'd read three. I'd read three more books than they had. Oh, and then they're like, oh, check it out. Breaking Dawn Part 2 looks sick. And I was like, no. No, it doesn't. Why is it two movies? Is that is that what you sounded like when you were 12? No, I sound more like, um, actually, no, why is it two movies? That's actually my Max impression. Yeah, that's, I was about to say, that sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't sound anything like that. 
Uh, what was your? What was? Well, you already did mine, so we need to move on. <laughs> uh, this category is best other person's mini media. I I missed my favorite mini media on favorite of your mini media based on what you made me the most excited to want to go and see. Okay. Or go and like engage with. Yeah. Um and I've just remembered one of the other ones that you did and maybe it's gonna topple it, but I don't think so. So I'm well, gonna give the- that as my runner up. Yeah. You're the only person who has runner-ups, by the way. I just said, like, let's do two. <laughs> my run- my runner-up runner for yeah. your best mini-media was um, The Bear. Um, did I do The Bear? You did The Bear. I don't recall doing The Bear. <laughs> it was pretty early on. I, t- it must I just have been. remember that now. I um, didn't remember that. I, I, I thought I'd watch that before the, we started doing this, so that's how bad my memory is. And... Yeah, it was just like it was something that you were very enthusiastic about, and it's great. Um, I still haven't seen it somehow. Um, it's all on. It's all on Disney Plus. It's there for you when you can. When you can. When I've got some time. Um, yeah. So I, 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 I am intrigued to sit down and watch it. Um, but I am giving my best Mitch's mini media. Mm. of 2023 mm. to the secret history ah um, a touchstone in our history in our history um i think although the bear sounds like a really interesting show i feel like partly because it it you wanted to avoid spoilers at the time i think um the way you talked about secret history made me really interested in having a look at it and it's made its way onto my ever-growing list of books I will read eventually at some point. Hell yeah. And it sounds like a really interesting time, interesting read, and that's all thanks to you. Well, I hope it lives up to my recommendation. It will. Donna Tart doesn't need me to help her. She's like a brilliant author. She's literally... Everyone in my, everyone I talk to in my writing degree who knows about her is just kind of like, what's the point? She's writing the way she does. I could never write like her. There's no point in what we actually do. We're all just here to act as like runner-ups to her, basically. So yeah, she's great. I think you'll love it. It's very up your alley, unless I'm very wrong, in which case we need to stop being friends because that'd be embarrassing if I'm wrong. My favorite Max's mini media is that one clip of Jojo Siwa getting roasted for not watching <laughs> Carrie. Because that was the one that I got the most involved with because I went through and edited it out, edited a bit to put some clips into the episode. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. No, I uh, remember. I remember. And, and I think you gave me the most dynamic mini media I could use because I could actually steal stuff from it to put it in. Mm. And it's kind of give a... I think it allowed for the most able to be replicated for the audience mini media that we've ever had um yeah that's that's the only reason it also was just very funny to have you because i mean look 
both of the ones I I feel really bad now because you picked ones that I was like really sincerely like intrigued about and I was just like you know that one time that you just didn't do anything so you watched a dance mom's clip I feel bad now so I, I mean the other one that I actually legitimate for a legitimate one uh it was I'm forgetting the proper name of it but it was that expansion of and I've got Magic the Gathering that had the Hollow Earth and the um, uh, the um, Lost Caverns Alac- of Ixalan. Yeah, and had like the Latin American. That that stuff sounded really cool because I mean I I'm a big fantasy nerd, and even though I don't like Magic: The Gathering as a game, I can appreciate its world building and its storytelling and mm. and the the imagination that goes on behind it because that's just the stuff that I enjoy. Mm. And honestly, for a couple seconds there, I was like, do I want to get into Magic: The Gathering? I didn't. I, I convinced myself not to, but it's the closest well, it's I've ever ex- been. It's, a, it's an expensive hobby. It's the closest I've ever been to like getting into it than I have in, ever since I've heard about it. So that's probably my legitimate favorite, but my actual favorite is the JoJo SeaWorld clip. <laughs> Who's not Honey Boo Boo? <laughs> All right, moving on to my own worst mini media. Of 2023. It's the sound of freedom. It is the sound of freedom. Uh, it's garbage. It's horrible. It's disgusting. We've already talked about it, but it's, it's gross. It's yuck. Moving on. Yours. What's yours, Max? <laughs> um, my my worst. Uh. Mini Mania for 2023 was um that dance mom's clip. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um because it was definitely like my most like cheapest one. No, no, no. That time you reviewed someone else playing a video game is your cheapest all right because uh, this engaged. one got handed to me on a silver platter i had i watched it five minutes before recording and you i went, at least engaged yeah. with it you didn't sit next to someone in bed as they played a game i um, i disagree i disagree if that's the as I, if that's the metric we're going by i disagree <laughs> i just yeah i don't know i was it was not something that i was particularly engaged with and it's not something that i want to be particularly engaged with <laughs> so, um, that, that's that's um my worst mini me that that is curious that uh i guess just perspective is really interesting huh um i mean we i think we interacted with it in different ways it's true as well it, because having to edit through it was funny for me whereas i guess for you just having to watch it and then be like this is what i'm reviewing i want to die <laughs> like, i guess i'm introducing this thing on my i don't know what this is i've been i i i don't know who any of the characters are i like shouted across the room to work out what one yeah, of the your roommate name is. your roommate was shouting answers to things you didn't know behind you <laughs> it was good so was you good. know excellent podcasting basically uh, we're pros we're pros except for the money. We would be professionals if we were paid. That's what that means. <laughs> I know. I know. It was a jest. Bad jest. Uh, and then we have our final mini media uh, category, which is the best mini media that we reviewed this year, 2023. 
So I'm going to start again. I um, I started last time. So why are you did, starting? Yeah. Again? So I'm starting. So I'm going. Yeah. I don't um, know why you said I'm starting again though. You made <laughs> some... Um. No, I'm starting talking again. Oh, okay. Uh, I had I had to dig through. It was interesting because this is so the mini media segment was something that we um came up with not too long into the creation of the show. I think second um, episode. Was the second episode? It was second episode that we started doing it, but we didn't stick it in the middle until the third because we were idiots and we were like, yeah, what we should do with our thing is go completely off topic and then try and get our audience to get on topic with us instead of yeah. give a breather in between the topic. Yeah. We were clever. So we've, it's gone through some iteration. I don't know how much more iteration it'll go through. Probably some. I'm we'll excited to see what happens. I'm excited to see how the show evolves over the years. I, um, I'm multiple years, hundred years, Rick and Morty, Mitch and Max. And so I um, had a look through um, my notes from um, episode four onwards. So I, I can't remember what I did for the first two episodes because I don't have them written down because this was before we were like, yeah, we should probably write notes for the show. Yeah. What a twist. <laughs> and so I'm giving, I don't think I would have changed it regardless, but I'm giving my uh, best mini media for 2023 to Adventure Time Fiona and Cake season one. Oh, um, yeah. So, for those who haven't been following closely, it's actually just been greenlit for a second season, oh, which cool. is very exciting. I had a lot that was, of fun. That was in contention when you said that you said you thought it might just be this one season and mm, you were a bit like, that, I don't know if we're getting another one. Yeah. So, it's, it's literally just um, within the last couple of days, it's been greenlit. For oh, a second excellent. season, well, sorry, a couple of days of recording it. It'll have been a couple of weeks by the time you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> and um, it was very fun to go back and revisit something I grew up watching and really enjoying and influencing what I ended up doing at uni and where I sort of wanted to go or want to go with sort of career stuff. And, you know, part of the reason that we are sitting here and talking about films is because shows like this and movies like the ones we talk about and we like are the, are the reasons that we we like do this and the reasons why we keep coming back and wanting to talk about it and wanting to share our nonsense with all of you. And so I had a really good time with the show. I obviously had a really good time with the original show, but I think this as a sort of legacy sequel not quite legacy sequel, but ancillary series worked quite well. It wasn't dependent on too much of the original show, but had enough in there that was fed in and uh, kept you interested if you were long-term, long-time fan. And I'm excited to see what they do with the next season. That is super cool. My top 2023 mini media is all four Mad Max movies. All all four of them. Uh just awesome. Just watching all of them all together. Even Thunderdome, Beyond Thunderdome. Just a great time. Uh I, I'm not gonna be able to say anything new that I didn't say in when I mentioned it last time. But yeah, it's just awesome. I highly recommend watching every single Mad Max movie back to back. I mean give yourself like a couple of days in between, but just like watch them all really quickly to in close proximity to each other. It'll you'll have a great time. I can almost guarantee you'll have a great time. And we've just had a um just in the last oh, the couple trailer. weeks as well. The trailer, the trailer for Furiosa. Furiosa. 
oh, it looks so good. I mean, the, the graphics aren't done, obviously, but I'm excited and they'll look better when the movie comes out. And Chris Hemsworth looks like a little freak, like a way a little freak, even though he's six foot seven or whatever. A real Adonis. Adonis is my new favorite word, I reckon. I say it a lot. Mm. Uh, it's not even a word. But anyway, uh, I mean, it's like a name. Um, yeah, but it's like to describe someone as being like. I was, I was trying to discount myself and you're not letting me. Sorry. No, I'm not. You should take value in, in the things that you do. I took value in watching all four Mad Max movies in one go. That was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, no, do it. Just watch all of them. I mean, unless you're a bit squeamish with violence, in which case don't do it. But if you're not, and you can cope with looking at Mel Gibson for three of those four, do it. That That's the real, that's the real hard bit, not the violence. That is, it's, look, it's looking look, at Mel Gibson. I mean, he's not hot on the eyes, but just knowing what he did makes him look ugly. You know what I mean? It's, he's it's not an like ugly inside, guy. Inside ugly. Yeah, you can, because now we know it when there's like that clip where he was blaming women for the sexual assault on what they wear and stuff like that. Like, you're like, my guy, my dude, my man, not a good look, a very ugly look, actually. That's not but, very, that's not very Mad Max. Not, uh, no, Mad Max, Mad Max would, would never, never, he would never blame a woman. He would just kill her if she I had mean, water or something. If I, uh, remember mm. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, but he was more than okay. He was more than happy Mad- to let them die if it was going to benefit him. But he realized yeah, it but wouldn't. I, I, I think he, he Mad Max is like survival of the fittest. Like he's equal but, opportunity to survival but, of the fittest. But, but yeah, respect women. Is it respect women or equally disrespect everyone? I think he respected women more than he respected the men in that movie. I think the men deserve didn't deserve as much respect as the women, though. I think my point it still was, stands. Well, I've, but, I mean, he respected Nux. What's his name? Nicholas Holt's character, eventually. After he I proved guess. himself. I guess it's a matter of, like, proving yourself to him more than whether or not you're a male or a female or anything else. That's how I. That's how I view it. He, he. You have to prove that you've got. You've got some grit, and then, yeah, yeah. Let's move on, shall we? Two. I didn't know if you were impressed or not. Sorry. I, I just assumed you were going to do the like the segment bits. I well, forgot I mean, to do yeah. it on the way in, and I figured you'll probably just edit it in. I don't know. Maybe. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, I'm just gonna. I reckon just here's a good point to end, to talk about some honorable mentions for movies that we liked that uh, came out this year. Ones that we didn't uh, see. This is not a proper re- uh, award. There will be a proper rewar- award for this, but I just reckon movies that we liked but aren't our favorite of the year. Uh, we didn't get, then uh, we didn't get a chance to review because we they, started yeah. the podcast in July. For yeah, some but there were, there were still ones that like came out when we were doing it and we still didn't get a chance to review them. Yeah. Because there's... there's this, did you know there's a lot of movies that come out in one year? One year yes, holds a lot of movies. There are a lot of movies. There are more in, than 20 films in one year. This is so true. It's hard. And uh, I have two that I really wanted to talk about. One of them is pretty popular, so it doesn't really need to be talked about. And the other one, I think, more people should go see. Uh, so Scream 6 was really cool. I had a great time with it. It's just awesome. I love the Scream franchise. The most consistently good 
horror franchise out there right now. I think it's reveal of who the killer is is a little bit weak, but everything else around it and even after that is still really cool. So it's just good. It's real good, real fun, real gory, exactly what you want on a screen film. And then there was a really good German World War II film that came out called Blood and Gold, which is about a Nazi who he's like he's like a uh just like a corporal or like a private he's not that high in the army uh but he's he deserts and they try and hang him for it the nazis try and hang him for it but he manages to survive and so then he ends up finding them in this small little german town as they war comes to a close and it says tarantino-esque in the description on netflix but it's less than three hours long and there is not a single use of the n-word so i don't think it's very tarantino-esque at all but also it's just it's not like tarantino at all. i mean you can see you can see why they said that but i would say it has its own identity and its own style and it's just very fun it's uh got a really some really cool characters some the action is really cool um and it, it's, it's not the main point isn't the action there's some other stuff in it that's more important but i'd say what they do is some of the camera work and how they shoot this more archaic warfare because obviously world war ii is a few years ago it's just interesting to look at and i liked what they did and i hope they make more movies like that and yeah uh max how about you what have you got um i have a couple as well um hell yeah uh, I think you've seen most of these. Um, I am giving my honourable mentions of films that we didn't get a chance to review, but were still pretty good. Um, <laughs> but weren't the best one, but were still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have um Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Um, the very good s- second film in the what will be Spider Verse trilogy. If the third one ever comes out. <laughs> um, I had a lot of fun with the first film. The second one really builds on that and has an excellent cast to boot. Um, it's fun and interesting and really pushing the envelope of what mainstream animation can be. And I'm excited to see the next one. And I had a good time with this one. Speaking of animation, my next honorable mention is... Uh, technically, it's a 2022 release, but I'm putting it in Ooh. here because it had a its uh, English its English translation came out in 2023, um, and Ooh. that is Suzume, uh, which is I'm now this is a name I'm going to mispronounce. I keep telling terribly. you to get up, to get off my brand, dude. <laughs> I have one thing going for me, and said I say names wrong. <laughs> um, it's the most recent film by Makoto Shinkai. That didn't sound too bad. Has done some other films that I've really liked. Um, your name being um number one among them. Suzume is about a a boy who turns into a chair. Being there. It's yep. it's actually incredibly lovely and quite funny. And it's good. And it was really fun when it came out. And um it's probably somewhere. I don't know where, but it's probably somewhere. So go check it out. I actually don't think it is. Um, I hope it's somewhere. It'd, it'd be, be good nice if it was, it was somewhere. I, I would actually. On Crunchyroll. Oh, it might be on. It might be on Netflix. I think it's on Crunchyroll. Actually. Oh, I mean, okay, fair enough. I do actually want to watch that that director's work because I've been getting into, as mentioned multiple times, I've been getting into like Ghibli, and it mm. looks very. I, I don't want to like. This is not 
this might be a bit like rude or not even rude, but just a bit diminishing of this person's talent, but it gives off Ghibli vibes and like, yeah, no, it, it definitely. Ha- and it's been, it's been, um, compared to that. Okay. Numerous- good. It's not just me being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, 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 his work has been compared to, um, that and compared to that of, um, Miyazaki yeah. numerous times in terms of the way that he builds stories as well as the kind of art style within sort of like what you would consider like traditional anime style, mm. but sort of finding his own um, space in that and using it to interesting effect. Did he do silent voice? Um, he didn't do silent voice. Um, okay. He has done five centimeters per second, the garden of the world, a garden of words, your name and weathering with you as well okay. those are the other films that he's done because yeah silent voice was all right added you i think we watched that together actually we did i think we house. did i think we made fun of it a lot from memory i was very vicious i wasn't very nice at all i i should have probably had a bit more this was back when i was so against watching anime though uh i've mellowed since <laughs> and sorry i was i was i was cruel I'll, I'll I'll say it. I was a cruel little rat man, <laughs> little rat guy, just hunching in a beanbag saying, why is there X's on their eyes? I think that's what my actual, my still letterbox review is, is like, yeah. what do the X's on their eyes mean? <laughs> so, yeah. And my final little honorable mention is yes. Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. Yeah, It's so fun. It's a fun movie. I had a yes. lot of fun. It's fun. Go watch it because it's fun. That's there might need. be a sequel. There might be a sequel, <laughs> but uh, just in I mean, good D and D fashion, everyone involved doesn't actually know when it's ha- when the next one's happening or not. <laughs> but yeah, it kind of gave uh, um, almost a Princess Bridey sort of feel to it. Adventure, adventure comedy, and I had a lot of fun with it. And it's not the like best film I saw that year, but I reckon it's probably the film I had the most fun with this year maybe Mm, maybe (laughs) all right let's move on to the worst new movie or the worst 2023 movie we didn't we didn't review this year there's a good theories and there's a good thing that you guys can't see our cameras because we do actually record cameras but we don't really use them at all uh well, we might notice- view the cameras but we don't record it i th- no, i think we do record we could i don't know oh, we can't it. you don't we can i, yeah, we I don't. think i i think i did actually oh shit i'll know that for the next two not to do it, that it doesn't um, matter it's just like uses more bandwidth mm. but anyway uh it's a good thing you guys can't see it because you would have noticed at the start I would have been kind of bopping along to that fanfare, but I am losing the energy to do that. And also it is draining me. Uh, but I'll, new new category means new me. Like a new year. New me as well. A lot of new me's. Like everywhere, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, 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 all at once. The classic Every, film. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I love that movie. Uh, Max, what was your least favorite film? Oh, new film of this year. My least favorite new film, uh, coming at probably very little surprise to uh, most uh, most moviegoers from 2023, was DC's The Flash. 
Interesting. Um, Interesting. I know that you had a good time with this movie. I, I did. did not. Um, <gasps> I. It's a very silly. It is very silly. But it also just doesn't earn its right to be that <clears throat> silly. It's not good. It's not a good film. So and fair. I really think it probably should have got canned, given the amount of other stuff that Warner Brothers is canning at the moment. Yeah, I think that's all I need to say on it, really. Um, Fair enough. It's probably a good thing they're rebooting the universe. So I'm excited to see what James Gunn's going to do. Mm. I'm, I like, except he is very much like every single TV show and animation is now canon, which is a little bit annoying because I want to know what that means for stuff like my adventures with Superman and other things because they don't really work in a big universe. Although, on a side note, I would kill for a, a Batman my adventures with superman style show as well just kind of like that like bringing the characters like it's kind of basics but also like a bit of a different take like i oh dude i'm having just was so good you need to watch it watch it dude seriously watch it everyone watch it it's getting season two jack quaid's in it you love jack quaid he's in the boys everyone loves the boys he plays he plays a really good superman like you wouldn't think he would but he does he plays a real good superman and Clark Kent, he does both really well. It, whatever. Um, my worst movie of 2023. <laughs> that we didn't review. That I didn't review. We didn't review. Was Old Dads. It's a Netflix film with Bill Burr. Uh, some of you may know him as a comedian. Some of, others of you may know him as the Ginger Stormtrooper in the Mandalorian TV show. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, it's so. It's just odd. It's about a bunch of slightly not baby boomers, but almost baby boomer dads trying to fit in in the new woke world where there's scooters and pronouns. Uh, cool. It's really weird. So because basically, obviously, the three main characters are against a lot of this work. The, the in quotation mark works work stuff. You know what I mean? But they're not. They're not. They're not anti-woman or anti-gay. They're just like anti-cancel culture and anti uh, being really protective of your child and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's it's that weird one where it's in a kind of a middle ground and you can kind of see what they're talking about, but the way they're going about it is wrong. And so you know, that's most of the movie. And then the end of the movie is kind of them realizing though that they were wrong. And while that's... I guess kind of actually an interesting take on this. Like it does come around to them being like, oh, we were stuck in our ways. We need to kind of move forward and meet these people halfway. They would never, there wasn't enough of them being wrong in it to justify it. Like in the world that they lived in, they were actually kind of right because they amped up all those things I just mentioned to like the nth degree where it's just like, oh, this is like a, this is like a, a Reddit am I the asshole post, but every single it's just a it's just a different version of it every single time you know and you know how those those stories are just kind of a lot of them you reckon are just probably fake or have been twisted to fit the person who's telling its narrative yeah. and stuff like that so it's just like i was watching one of those and then and then the very end they're like oh maybe we shouldn't be like this maybe we should kind of get with the times anyway it's just really bad uh and I get it's my lowest reviewed 2023 movie of this year. I think it, it hit it's half a star on Letterboxd. Uh, I don't believe I gave anything else that lower a score this year. I got close, 
but that is the lowest. But now we're going to get positive because we're going to talk about the best 2023 movie that we didn't review. Mitch is back to head bopping. I had a second wind. My best 2023 film that we didn't review this year was Dungeons and Dragons on Iron Among Thieves. <laughs> it's just been so long since we've had such a genuine action adventure film that felt like everyone in it was just having a fun time. I would because I mean we had Indiana Jones come out this year and fuck was that depressing. You knew Harrison Ford was only there because he needed the money for something. I guess he needed to buy a new plane because he crashed his last one or something. But oh my god, because there's been so many attempts at action at, at action adventure films recently, and this is the first one that made me go, I could watch this instead of the Mummy 1999. Because the Mummy 1999 is the gold standard. I know most will say like Indiana Jones is the gold standard, and I would say Indiana Jones is an excellent film. And I would also not put it in this genre. It's like a more serious version because the Mummy is very funny, where Indiana Jones not so funny, a bit more serious. And Dungeons and Dragons are very funny, very funny film with some very funny people and some characters that I really enjoyed, and some actors who have found their niche. Uh, Hugh Grant Hugh is Grant. A, yes. a sneaky little fella. He's a freaky little boy. He is just a freaky little man now. That's I know all you will have already talked about Wonka by the time this comes out, but yeah, um, I am so excited to see him as I know he's come out and said like it was awful because um he couldn't actually do real performing because it was all in the animation. But I still really want to see him as a little orange man. He's so far behind Ian McKellen. Sir Ian McKellen already did that rant in 2013 when he made The Hobbit. So just like, dude, get with the times. We already know that it sucks to be an actor. It must be horrible. Dabbing your eyes with your $100 bills and walking around in your baby seal leather boots. Uh, Paddington too. Oh, it must be the worst. Having a stable job. Aren't they notoriously unstable? Aren't like acting jobs notoriously? Not if you're Hugh Grant level. I guess Hugh so. Grant's always going to have work as a little freaky guy. As a little, because they're always going to need a little freaky guy who has a really nice English accent. But no, uh, it just was really fun. I think my my runner up would be Saltburn, though. That's um, that was really good, and it's a it's a bit of a shame we didn't get a chance to review it. But some things slipped through, and also some people leave you for um, Japan or whatever, and. I mean, you can't. I mean, it wasn't on our docket anyway, so it's not like we have to change anything. But still, uh, we need I'm, an extra week. Yeah, can we put another week into this year? <laughs> push, push the um the new year back just a week. We'll take out a week in January, and we'll give um, five weeks to December. <laughs> but yeah, Mac I think so many your... people would be grumpy with you. You did that. Why? Just like everyone's everyone's waiting for the end of December. He's like, no, we're gonna have an extra week. We need a week go back to go back to work. <laughs> we need a week <laughs> to review Saltburn. What would we pair with Saltburn? Would we do Promising Young Woman because it'd be uh, Harold Fennell, or would we do something like, oh no, we'd have to do a rich person comedy like Triangle of Sadness or um, The Glass Onion or something like that. 
or like crazy rich Asians. I think that's slightly too left to center of a connection. I reckon we'd have okay. to do. I reckon the first two I mentioned were better, and I can't believe you'd go against me and embarrass me like this in front of our listeners. Anyway, what was your favorite film of this year? <laughs> My favorite film that we didn't review this year was a Australian film called Of an Age. Uh, it's about about. It's about <laughs> a. <laughs> It's about a um queer kid growing up in uh Watsi, um Watsonia, um, which is around the corner from where we are at the moment. Watson. And about him growing up in um the I think it's like meant to be late nineties or early two thousands. And it's just like this really interesting character study about him and his family. He comes from an immigrant family as well uh there's a lot of really strong performances and it was a really really moving film that i ended up seeing on a whim and yeah genuinely one of the best films i saw this year um if you haven't seen it i'd go out and find it i i don't know how accessible it is given that it is um an australian film it mostly did its rounds on the cir- on the festival circuit but yeah it was absolutely excellent and highly recommend it it's a hard film to describe beyond that just purely because it is really just this quite deep character study and yeah that that's that's what i got to say about it i guess awesome yeah i, I didn't see that one. Oh, pardon me oh it's getting past my bedtime uh excellent and now we're moving on to the movies we did review this year max do you want to introduce this one i thought we were putting that only after we introduced the categories oh, i thought i thought i was you doing the okay we can start again well i was going to say did you want to i was going to say did you want to introduce it because you also oh. have the first um you, I, you I also can introduce the first... it where the next category is the <laughs> The the movie that we saw and reviewed this year on the Actually, podcast. Real quick, do you want to do? Yeah, let's do first. Then, then, and then. Do we do it like that? Sure. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Pretend I didn't okay. say anything, listeners. I just flip the, flip those around. Yep. <laughs> this next category is the worst old movie. And by old, I mean not new release movie that we watched this year and reviewed on the podcast. I've had a comfortable middle ground now with um, that sound. I'm not dancing to it, but I'm also not feeling my soul get sucked out of my asshole by it either. I think I'm actively disassociating every time I hear it. What What do you see when you disassociate? I, d- like, I just like, it goes blank. Like there's nothing happening behind my eyes. Like you just see nothing. Nothing. That's impressive. What's your... Worst old movie this year. My, my worst old movie this year. I, I was actually a little bit tricky, but uh, it ended up it ended up um becoming quite clear. Um, and that is can I get? The, 
Can I guess? You can guess. You can guess. Is it Camp Rock? It is Camp Rock. It is the <laughs> yes. Disney Channel original movie Camp Rock. We mostly spent that review in retrospect. We mostly spent that review just talking, talking about, Joe, about Jonas. Joe Jonas. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think a lot of that reason was because the movie is not good and there is not a lot to talk about regarding it. Um, Mr. Manager was very passionate about Joe Jonas's dating, dating life. Mr. Manager was very passionate about Joe Jonas's dating life. It's not a good film. And no. I can't in my right mind suggest that anyone watch it, even for a bit. <clears throat> it was quite hard to rewatch. And um, I'm going to be more careful about suggesting Disney Channel original movies <laughs> to do on the podcast in the future. That is so fair. That's my that's my Potty's New Year re- resolution. Better better suggestions. Better non Disney Channel suggestions. I uh, surely High School Musical would be fine. Yeah, but that's sort of like in its own league, right? Yeah, sure. Oh, I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen enough um, decoms to be able to tell you that. My worst old movie that we reviewed. Do you want to try and guess? I'm trying to think what what I need to pull up the list of the movies we did. No, no, no. Off the top of your head. Off the top of my head. Okay, okay, okay. Um, was it Camp Rock? No, that was in <laughs> contention though. Uh, my worst movie for this year was Ants. <laughs> no, that, you, I should have seen that coming. I should have seen that coming. Oh, fuck! What's his name? Woody Allen. Woody fucking Allen. Oh, you need to shut up, Woody Allen. You need to shut right up, you daughter-dating motherfucker. So Uh, you're not excited for his next movie? I would rather... His 50th movie that's in French? The only movie of his I've actually seen is this, Ants, but he didn't direct it. Well, that's not his movie. Yeah, he didn't direct it. And the only actual movie I think I've seen that he's directed is um, uh, was Midnight in Paris, and it was fine. And then I found out about all the other stuff because I was late to the news cycle. I just don't care about him. And I don't think he's funny in this movie. I don't know. He was fine in Midnight in Paris. I've heard Annie Hall's really good and I'll eventually watch it someday, but it's not that high on my list. But you you seem to think it was hilarious that he started in therapy. I, I think it's funny. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb and stupid and stupid and dumb and Christopher Walken Ant died too soon. R.I.P. Christopher Walken Ant. Also, Christopher Walken Ant became a head. That's that's terrifying. That's not funny. No, that's it's sad. funny. No, no, it's funny. No, it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. I think, I think it's very funny that Christopher Walken Ant became the Ant head Christopher Walken. Christopher, Christopher Walken Ant head Ant head Christopher Walken only head Ant head Christopher Ant Walken Ant head. Walking Ant Christopher head. He, he no more walking. He's only a head. Wait, she Christophered on my walk until I ant head. <laughs> she Christophered on my ant head until I walk in. Oh, too true. What'd you walk into? That's insane. Don't move around um, while she Christopher on your ant head. On my ant head. Is this a like tiny Is that this tiny joke? penis joke? Like, yeah. Tiny penis joke? <laughs> We've done it again. Another Max has a small penis joke. Huzzah. <laughs> Wait, why do I have a small penis now? You're the one who said that the robot would be better endowed I, than you and I stuff think, like that. I, well, oh yeah, I did say that. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess I mean, that wasn't saying true, that though. you had a. Sm- it wasn't saying that you had a small penis. It was just saying that your the penis robot had a, could yeah, be upgraded. A, I'll take that back. Uh, let me. Can I go back? I'll go back. Another max penis joke. Thank you. Not a, not a small penis. Not Max has a small penis joke. Just another Max penis joke. Max average penis joke. It's average. He promises. Uh, we'll move on <laughs> to the best old movie that we reviewed this year. I've just come to the horrifying realization that I'm going to have to keep these safe if I don't want to have to re-listen to this episode next year when we redo this. And I just don't know where to keep them because I'm very bad, like, saving files. Keep what safe? The notes? The the, suge- the categories. Oh, I have, like, a OneNote. We can put it in the Trello. We can put it in the Trello. The Trello. The trailer or, the Google, or the Google Drive. This is Google Drive. Uh, the calendar, even. We that have so many things that we can put in the file. You're right. In. I was scared for no reason. My favorite best film of old 2023, we reviewed. My nose is bleeding again. Hold on. Uh, was The Mitchells versus The Machines. Uh, it's the only movie I gave five out of five to this year in any like either old or new um it's 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 the closest thing to perfect that i can think of when i think of like movies Uh, i just love it so much it has so much heart and love in it and it's so beautiful and as mentioned multiple times when dads get sad i cry sad dads is my weakness if you want me to like your movie you make the stats maybe not like or you want me to get invested in the movie i and you, you put a sad dad in there i will just be so unhappy and it can't be an a, a abusive sad dad it has to be a dad who's trying their hardest it, i don't like dads who are abusive and then sad they deserve to be sad it has to be a nice dad who's sad so yeah just oh I I I think about the moose so much, which is an insane thing to say to someone who hasn't seen that movie. But it's I I think about like the first time you see it when it's it, it kind of means nothing to you, but you understand that it means something to uh the dad whose name I don't even, uh, Rick Rick. You understand it means something to Rick because it's kind of like oh I I gave this to my daughter so that she could be you know, comfortable. And now she's kind of throwing it out and that's really sad. But then the realization that it's like the remainder of like his dream house and the dream he had to live out in the wilderness and, and he gave it to her and then she was throwing it away because she didn't understand him. Oh, my little heart. It breaks every time, every time I may cry on podcast right now, <laughs> but no, it's great. I just love it. I love it so much. And I, I could honestly talk about it for ages. Yeah. How about you, Max? Similarly, I had, a also had a very heartfelt, um, movie that was my, my top pick for this year, um, for our old movies. Uh, although it's not all that old, um, neither the ones uh, we, it sounds like neither of the ones we picked are very old <laughs> um and so my best old movie for 2023 was minari 
as we've talked about on the podcast, I am I am much more of a fan of character studies than you are. Um, what? And, no way. <laughs> um, <laughs> this movie is a really excellent example of that. It is just showing how these characters live together and how one how they want to like exist in a place that they are unfamiliar with and how to build a dream out of that um and it comes with some really excellent performances as well and is genuinely funny it's really quite a beautiful film and there's yeah I, i guess there's not a lot to say that i haven't already said on the show before but it's yeah definitely like a really moving film and something that obviously came from the heart and the experience of of the people working on it and the director and as a result you get this really authentic and uh powerful film all right now we're gonna get into another stinker worst new release movie new release movie sure we're not new worst new release we reviewed this year 2023 if it's the lack of sleep or it's just i'm hungry but my brain is like you know what i'm saying man like yeah max what was the worst movie this year of new stuff the worst new release for me this year uh was unfortunately a legacy sequel to a much okay. beloved franchise it's, uh, me, it then. Is, it's, it's the same as me <laughs> it is probably the same as you the exorcist believer yeah i'm not gonna um, make you guys wait it's the same i did i picked the same movie <laughs> um it really just fumbles over itself over it's and over again it's garbage just does not hold up to the standard that the original movie set Oh, are you familiar with the standard the, the original movie set? Have you now I'm watched familiar with the, the original... cultural? I'm really familiar with the cultural standard <laughs> of the movie set. <laughs> I can talk about it like I've seen it, even if I haven't. I mean, if you say it with confidence and your co-host doesn't call you out, you can get away with it. Exactly. Yeah. Too Who bad your co-host that? called you out for it. I mean, I wouldn't do um, that. But yeah, it's it's a movie that doesn't understand its own themes and just just tries to shove too much into a package that doesn't really know what it is also insane that they would decide the naming convention of the new exorcist trilogy would be the i barely know her trilogy oh in bad bad pick guys bad pick yeah i mean we're just gonna make fun of it now I, that's like the easiest joke we can do and we're going to put it in a lot I mean we already did with the first it's one it's like the most common joke that we do we're, we're going like to do it in number two people. which is the, 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 the exorcist deceiver and deceiver. then the third one wait wait yeah deceiver yeah I I barely know her <laughs> uh, I can't believe you did that that was insane that's incredible did you think of that all your own I you know what no. Oh. No, I didn't. Oh. Do we have to give... Um, um yeah, credit to whoever came up with the I barely know her joke. Me, Mitchell Hale. I did that. I'm not convinced you did. You can't prove I didn't. 
no yeah i totally agree it sucks it's stupid it's dumb i was watching it and i was like this sucks this is stupid this is dumb just like uh it's like their thought process was in the first movie there was one little girl who needed exercising because they had diabetes or something i was trying to do an exercise joke that didn't work um but there was one little girl who needed to be exor- exorcisted this time. Exhausted? Exhausted? Exhausted. She needed to be exhausted. She was too energetic. They had to put it, they had to put it down for a nap. <laughs> so they <laughs> got her to run around the, the garden a little bit. Uh, and then the, the movie exhausts me. That joke was right there. And I went for a little shithouse other one instead. Man, you always think of the better joke. <laughs> after the fact aren't you never during anyway uh yeah and then in the second one they're like we gotta get two little girls because in a sequel you need two don't you yeah sequel two Two, there's a two usually this is two believer two I'm too believer I'm believing too much two two believer two exorcist two believer I'm still really really hoping that the third one is receiver and it's what's well, golden receiver and it is just an, a, a sneak airbud like recreation like we're going back into airbud i just want them to start airbud again can bring airbud back because it is impossible to find the airbud video like movies i need them to become the leading airbud scholar if, if you're if you're if you work at disney or wherever they keep the, the like master copy of airbud like we want to hear from you. I know that a lot of more, a lot, a lot of, a lot more popular podcasts and other review areas or uh, 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 mediums they, they get screeners of new films coming out. We just want to copy Airbud. We want Airbud. Don't we, we don't just care want about the new shit. We can see the new stuff in our own time at the cinema when it comes out for the masses. But where people Airbud, where, 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 we're due anywhere. to the masses. We can't get Airbud anywhere. I, I can't even pirate it. I'm telling you, Mr. Executive, listening to this right now. I tried to pirate your movie after I went through every single legal avenue. I still can't do it. You've done a great job at stopping me from watching this movie, but I think you need to now let me watch this movie because you've I'll proven your Airbud. point. I just want I want to watch Airbud. I I just you just need to give me the first five as well. It's just the first five. The rest are on streaming services. Okay, give me Airbud. Fuck. Anyway, let's move on to the best new movie we reviewed this year. That was disgusting, and I can't believe you did that. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I think that's perfect editing for the best movie of the year. It's Oppenheimer. I picked Oppenheimer. <laughs> um, I'm not going to be around. Whatever. It's Oppenheimer. I saw it ages ago. I can't really remember it that well, but it's the highest one. I it's my highest ranked. Like I gave it the highest rating out of all the movies we watched for the first time this year. So it has to be Oppenheimer. I think it was four and a half. I gave it four and a half. It was good. It's a good movie. Uh. Hope Killian Murphy wins. He did a good job. At the Oscars, by the way, the real Oscars, not these sham of a <laughs> award ceremony. <laughs> this n- nightmare. <laughs> Fever dream. Like worse than the Razzies. 
I feel like the Razzies, I mean, the Razzies definitely have more sway behind what they say than what we do, right? <laughs> I mean, people listen to the Razzies. Yeah, they don't listen to us. Oh, wait, we had 500, almost 500 downloads in November alone. So we're, we're getting up there, though. As well as many people who watch live TV. Whoa. That's a good no, joke. because people watch sports. That was a good joke until you ruined it. What's your best movie? Um, my best movie actually pairs with my um, best old movie and because we did it in the same episode. I my Are you best serious? movie of the Is it year past lives? was past lives. Ugh. Um, <laughs> it would be you're so pretentious. Uh, yeah, I'm incredibly pretentious, but I like the movie. Uh, the worst. I can't believe you have an opinion on this. Disgusting. <laughs> um. Yeah. Again, like. I know we've we've talked about our sort of differences in the style of movie that we like, but it's a again an excellent character study and is genuinely incredibly heartfelt and probably was the closest to making me cry in any movie this year as well. So what a nerd crying <laughs> a film. I would um, never. No, you would never. Splice in this is where I this is where I out myself and splice in the audio two seconds ago where I said the Mitchells versus the machines makes me cry almost every single time. <laughs> you put a sad dad in there, I will just be so unhappy. I just um, double myself. But yeah, it's it it's I didn't have I didn't have any like perfect five-star movies but for me a perfect five-star movie is pretty rare so for this movie to be as good as it did i think is an absolutely impressive feat and i think it's an incredible piece of filmmaking and i really hope it succeeds in more reputable (laughs) award ceremonies than this one hooray all right Dies in a lake. No, I actually don't have that much of an opinion on it. I liked it. It was fine. Uh, That brings us to the end. You couldn't have waited? You couldn't have waited. I thought you wanted to put it there. Fine. Put it there. Okay. Do it again, please. Thank you. Uh, That brings us to the end of the block screws. What was that one for? Uh, for fun. Oh, fair enough. Uh, I just want to point out that I also I won this year because I had the most points. Yay! Oh, damn it. I mean, you forgot to give them to me, but I also forgot to give them to you. And since we forgot, uh, I was still in the lead when you forgot. I think I was like, I think I had three and you had one or two. I think they were. I think I kind of bullied them out of you as well, but you still gave them to me on your own volition. So but, that, I think yeah. this is something that we will work on in the new year. Will we even have points in the new year? Who knows? Who knows? It's, it seems kind of insane to try and make a, a review podcast also have a point system, especially when we haven't really designed what the points actually mean or how they're awarded. Beyond, oh, I'll give it to you when I think you 
deserve it and i'll you can give one to me when i think you deserve it especially since obviously we're trying to win so neither of us really wants to give the other person <laughs> points because we want to win we're too competitive i mean you are i just kind of forgot did you forget to give me points or did you just I not want to, to, I forgot yeah, to give that's what i thought points. i don't i don't think competition had anything to do with it i think we just forgot it's too exhausting well, to remember well yeah. yeah. Let us know what you want to see in the next in the next new year. Not this not this year. Not not 2024. 2025 maybe. No, nah, do it. Tell us for 2024. We know you won't because you don't send in fan mail and you're our parents or close friends and family. But yeah, you guys, close friends and family and slash parents and friends. I said friends already. Uh let us know if you want us to do a point system. Or, or, if other you've things. Rec- or other things. Yeah, Let send us, us know suggestions. if you like this episode or whether you want us to never do it again. What you can do is you can send us questions, reviews, and warranted hate mail at blockbustedpotty at gmail.com because I have Whoa. been Mitch. I have been Max. And that's potty, spelled P-R-W-D-I-E. <laughs> Because you can also find us, though, on the app formerly known as Twitter. We've, we've done this so well. Instagram and TikTok at the username VVPotty. And this has been the Blockbusted podcast episode of 2023. <laughs> <laughs> this has been the 2023 Blockskis for the Blockbusted Potty. Um, I had another aneurysm. You've, you've, you've been Mitch. I have indeed been Mitch. And you... I'm 90% sure have been Max. I've been Max most of the time, yeah. Good, I'm glad. Uh, I kind of forgot your name there for a second, which is classic me. That's really embarrassing because we've known Uh, each other for like quite a long time now. I mean, at least I said your name correctly as compared to every other person I've ever mentioned on this podcast. I honestly reckon if I saw my dad's name or my mom's name written down in the actor list, I would say it wrong. I really do. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to us be idiots. No, about this, is, this is genuine. This is like this is I, genuine. No, this no, no, is no, genuine. This, we're not we're I, not sticking around. No, no, no. This, it, genuinely, thank you so much for like doing this. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we know we haven't heard much from people who aren't close to us, but. We really hope that you you guys send us some stuff or, you know what, just the fact that we can see your digit appear in a different country than the one we're in is really cool. We, and we get a little dot and it gets bigger. It gets bigger. It, the country becomes more and more blue on our uh, schematic, our map, uh, the more that people listen in a different country. And it's just amazing to see that we've gotten a little bit further than I think either of us ever really thought that mm. we could. And it's really excited us to see how far we can grow and how many people can lose brain cells listening to us. And just thank you so much. Like, really, that's it. Just thank you for mm-hmm. choosing to listen to us because we understand that it's uh, we, we don't make short podcasts and the fact and that you listen... There is limited time on this earth. That's exactly what I was going to say, but then I was switching gears as per usual i decided to go somewhere else and i didn't finish a single freaking thought but really thank you guys and thank you so we much we'll see you in another week because we're not taking a break this we're not year, taking but- a break we'll take a break next year 
Next year we Maybe. will take a break over. I reckon we probably will take a break over the summer because we'll be exhausted by then. Oh, I'm going to take a break. Well, you are going to take a break. I'm not because I'm, as mentioned before, the sigma of this uh, podcast. Anyway, uh, what I'm going to ask you to do this week is have a lovely new year and just enjoy it. See some films or don't. Just read a book, listen to some music. Enjoy your own mini media. Have your own mini media. Because you want to know something? Mini media is for the masses. That's our communist ideal. And keep listening. Please.